Well, hey everyone, and welcome to episode number 27, uh, 27, 27 of our our daily uh, time together called Your Questions, God's Questions for this Friday, July 17th, 2020. And as usual, I encourage you to uh, share this feed with others, especially if you've got a question uh, that you say, oh, this would really be a benefit to somebody else I know, not just to me. And um, if you do have other questions, you can always send them in to me at citypointchurch.ca slash contact, or my cell and email is available on our website and our Facebook page as well. And uh, we're looking at the section, uh, God's Questions. We've seemed to have finished your your questions. I think we stopped at about 23 there. And so we're taking a look at the questions that God has for us. And uh, today we're going to deal with something from the Old Testament uh, again. And this is something very old. In fact, we're not even sure how old uh, this book of the Old Testament is. It's very, very famous. And it is uh, read. Um, Sometimes when people are down, when people are going through really, really difficult moments, uh, it's sometimes when people are in uh, dark moments in their lives and they're kind of brooding about life. Uh, it's often regarded with deep philosophical uh, musings, this book. And it is the book of Job, a fairly long book in the Old Testament and uh, a wonderful book. Uh, and uh, this is a question that God poses to Satan. In Job chapter 1 and verse 8, he says, Have you considered my servant Job? Now, the book is often uh, misunderstood because we often try and use this book to look for a reason for our suffering. And we say, ah, you see, God allowed Satan to do these things to Job. And so, therefore, when I go through suffering, uh, it's, it's God has allowed Satan to do this. He's, he, he's given him a measure of ability uh, with certain boundaries to do this to me. <clears throat> so this is why this has happened to me. And this is why I've gotten this diagnosis from a doctor. And this is why I lost my job. And This is why I've gone through a divorce or things like that. And really when we do that, that is a uh, something of a misapplication and really a misunderstanding uh, of the book because the book is not meant for us to try and decipher when we go through difficult moments what the source of that, uh, that suffering is. So what's the cause of it? Uh, boy, in, in my ministry of whatever it is, 20 years, I have seen a lot of people who have gone through tough, tough moments and moments of, of suffering that is sometimes very difficult to explain. And uh, when we start looking for the root cause and we hunt through a book in the, in the Bible and try and look for a root cause to our suffering by hunting through this book, that can be very dangerous and very misleading. It is not really what the book of Job is about. What it is about is the character of a man 
and how God uh, uh, infused that character in this man and how that character was tested and how that character stood to the test. It's about his integrity in particular. So uh, Job chapter 1, we are introduced to Job. We're told he lives in a place called the land of Uz. I don't know that we're that sure where that is. He's extremely wealthy, extremely. But we're told right off the, the bat, he is blameless, he is upright, he fears God, he shuns evil. He has a large family. He has a huge, huge estate. He has thousands and thousands of, of animals. He is the greatest man among all the people, we're told, of the East. Again, what East exactly where we're not 100% sure. But this man used to uh, go to God on behalf of his children when they would have parties and so on. He would, he would go to God. He would sacrifice burnt offerings for them thinking perhaps they had somehow sinned and perhaps cursed God in their hearts, which is the very thing that Job gets tested on, whether or not he will curse God in his heart. It's his inte- the book is about his integrity and a test and how he passes that test um, of integrity. And so uh, the, the adversary, uh, Satan, and this, the Satan is a... Is a uh, a word that means adversary, and he comes to to God, and uh, and God says to him, "Where have you come from?" And he says, "From roaming throughout the earth, from going back and forth on it." And notice the adversary is not talking about Job; he's not talking about people. He's just saying what he's been doing. He's kind of been wandering around to and fro on the earth, and so God gets right to the point. And he's the one who says to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. That's not a lie. There is no one on earth like him. God doesn't lie. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. So this man's character this man's integrity is already a sustained reality. And God knows it. And what God is doing is really he's, he's, he's playing with the adversary here. Because God knows already that Job's integrity is not going to fail. His character is not going to fail. And throughout this book, we see all these different circumstances come into his way to crack the armor of his integrity and his character. And it never, never happens. I mean, he loses his family. He loses his estate. He loses everything in one day. And then the, 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 the adversary comes back to, to God and, and God says, well, uh, well, let's go even further. You can you can harm Job physically now, but you can't take his life. And so God gives a certain amount of ability and a certain amount of margin here, and he allows the adversary to attack Job's body physically. And the, the devil, the, the Satan, thinks that 
it's going to make Job crack. But God already knows that Job won't crack. It says so right at the beginning of the book. There's no one like this man. He fears God. He shuns evil. Again, his character, his integrity is already an established reality. There is nothing that the adversary is going to do to be able to crack this man. And so God allows him all the leeway possible short of taking this man's life. And uh, he does not crack. He certainly asks a lot of questions. He certainly has every reason to crack. I mean, his his wife is the is even his wife tells him, you know, you should curse God and and die. And he's his friends tell him all the silly things. Well, Job, you know, you must have done something wrong to deserve this, and you must have sinned, and there must be something wrong with you for you to go through all these problems and have all this devastating loss in your life and he's got every reason to crack he has no friend who's supporting him he has nobody encouraging him but his integrity who he is on the inside is exactly the same as who he is on the outside that's what his integrity is you know when you're when you're showing yourself to other people you look fantastic right well how do you look when nobody's looking how what are you what is your life like when no no one is looking are there things in your life that if god were to say to the adversary have you considered so and so maybe you're on the other end of this camera or you're listening is there something hidden in your life that you wouldn't want that you wouldn't want god to say have you considered my servant so and so if you don't want that then there's an integrity thing and that's what this book is about and that's what this question is about it's about our integrity and it's about our character. Character and integrity is who you are when no one is looking. And if that is the same as the outside, is if that is the same as what you're presenting to everybody else, then we call that uh, integrity. Assuming, of course, what you're presenting to everybody else is a good thing, right? <laughs> you're not a you know, uh, uh, a thief on the outside and a thief on the inside. No, the, the, what we're assuming here is we've got good character traits shown on the outside that are really on the inside. And that is what this question is about. And that's what this book is about. Have you considered my servant Job? So next time you read it, uh, consider the question of integrity. Boy, that is something that we are missing today. Uh, when you look at, at world leaders, it is integrity, integrity, integrity that that uh, sustains them and that makes world leaders uh, have uh, uh, an influence that lasts, a legacy that lasts. And even in your own life, when you have character, when you have integrity, that's going to outlive you uh, because other people will want to emulate that. Um, what they see in you. So I hope that that's an encouragement and a blessing to you. We are going to take a day off tomorrow, and then on Sunday we have our regular service on Facebook Live at 11, where we continue to go through uh, the letters of Peter in the New Testament. We'll be talking about Second Peter chapter 2. Always give a reason for the hope that is within you. And we're going to talk a little bit about that on Sunday morning. I hope you can join with us and then we'll come right back on Monday for more of 
your questions, God's questions. Until then, God bless you.